holidays, Andy. And Merry Christmas to you, Scott. Uh, yeah, so I'm Andy. And I'm Scott. And I'm doing the podcast intro. Welcome to Tea and Timbits, everybody. <laughs> yes, welcome, everyone. This is the Tea and Timbits podcast, global perspectives on business development to help you prosper. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about unwrapping the traits of an effective process. A little Christmas gift for all of our listeners. That's right. Um, so we'll get into that topic in a minute. But uh, before we do, have you got any stories to share from the past week, Andy? I have. It's a it's a, um, it's a challenging story to to share as it was a very it's uncomfortable so experience <laughs> for me. Yes, but, uh, but I shall share it with you and the listeners anyway. Uh, so one of the key things that we that we all know and that we that we talk about quite a lot is the importance of planning and uh, being prepared before you go into a meeting. Uh, so I was doing a, a joint sales call with uh, one of my clients, uh, sales uh, people, and um, and uh, we, we'd aligned a little bit beforehand, you know, just to understand, you know, are you prepared? You know, do you know what you're going to be talking about? What's the goal of the meeting? It's like, yeah, 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 it's all sorted. It's all sorted. And we, we get in there and uh, and the customer's listening to him talking and then uh, and then asks him you know so so what is it that made you interested in our company <laughs> he, he, he didn't know he, he had nothing to say he didn't know what to say because he'd done no research on the company so it was just this deathly silence he's gonna use the same deck gonna do the same thing correct yeah yeah so not prepared at all and uh, and and of course i'm sitting there thinking shall i fill in the gap because i've done a bit of research oh my god <laughs> Yeah, so um, I would be mortified. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't think he's going to succeed with that customer, to be honest. <laughs> Probably. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you have a sophisticated client, maybe, but yeah, that's not a good first step. That's for sure. It's not at all. It's not at all. But um, if we move on from from that uh, rather negative and scary experience that I had, and uh, and think about today's topic, uh, what would you say, Scott, uh, would be the desired outcome from uh, from today's discussion? Um, so we're talking about unwrapping the traits of an effective process. We were talking um, a few weeks ago. We did an episode and we talked about the importance of process. And um, I think when we when we talked about that, it was um, the essence was essentially, yes, if you have a very well-defined sequence of things that you do, it's very hard to go wrong and you have more predictable results. And I, you know, still believe in, in all of that, but I think it missed something that we'll talk about today. And, and, and so I want everybody to come away also recognizing that as valuable as process is, there are characteristics, traits, posture, and a way that you need to appear within that process show up energy mindset call it what you want that if you don't get right it doesn't matter how good the process is okay so the design so, outcome really is to to ensure that people have uh, an understanding that the importance is to have a process but also to have the flexibility to know when to step outside that process um I'm 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 actually not saying that. I'm saying because I I think we talked last time about the fact that you need to allow for some of the steps in the process yeah. to to be flexible with that and to be nimble um and to deviate a bit from the process. I'm talking about the energy that the individual people need when they're in the process. Okay. Um you can't just rely on the flow chart to get you through from beginning to end. Um, and so I want, so I think my, 
my observation hypothesis coaching here is when we are talking about the importance of process and creating good processes and documenting them and following them that we miss the coaching on the importance of the energy that you need to have when you are executing the process Okay, fantastic. Well, that's going to be a very. Am I am I making sense, or is this just too? Oh, you really uh, are. You really are. I think I think I think it's a very interesting perspective uh, to focus on to focus on that. You know, it's almost on the mindset side of things as well. You know, is to is to not just be so drawn into sitting in within this particular box that uh, you know that that you that you approach it with that that right mindset. You know, I I like I like the terminology mindset, but you've used the term energy, but I think it's uh, I think it's related. Well, I think what happens is you show up for a moment in the process you're having a specific meeting or you're executing a a specific task and you very much default into a behavior of well this is what i'm going to do now Mm -hmm. without reading the room without checking in with your own team with the client's team with you know whether it's one-on-one are we ready for this? Where Where's your head at? Are there any other distractions at the moment? If we do this, next we're going to do that. How do you feel that this is going so far? Yeah. It is sort of opening it up to allow for a bit of process deviation. Um, but a lot of times I feel like, or I've witnessed recently, processes mm-hmm. advancing like a steamroller. Well, that we're just going to keep plowing ahead and we're just going to keep moving the ball up the field and we're not going to worry about collateral damage or, you know, the other people and how they need to contribute and, and what they need to be given and what acknowledgements we need to provide to get the most out of the process in this moment that we're in in the process right now. All those things that... So um, looking back on some of the, the, the process... Um, uh you know being followed in that way and uh, and not allowing for those things to happen are those things that you could then incorporate into the process to ensure that they are followed or or brought in on future uh, projects perhaps like i believe i believe they are so i think that when you have a good process and you have it you have it well defined and you have it documented and you have some diagrams there's a second element that goes along with it. It's like a two column spreadsheet. If you want to stay with structure, here's my process step, but also what kind of, um, trait or posture or characteristic do I need to be bringing forward right now? Sometimes you want to show up as an authority in the process. We are here now to provide some coaching and guidance and recommendation. And we are going to substantiate that because I brought two other team members and I'm going to show my work. Okay. And sometimes you need to be disarming and you need to back away and you need to give space and pause and allow for more organic exploration of the topic. And I don't think that's captured a lot of time when you're talking about a process definition. No, I think you are right. It, it is something that, you know, when we're defining a process, we, we're almost talking about, you know, first do this, then do this, first do this, then do that, you know, and, um, and yeah, as you say, a lot of the energy, a lot of the emotion, a lot of the impact, a lot of 
the other things around it that make uh, human interactions matter, that make a business flow in, a, in, a, in an efficient way are lost by doing that because people are just going, oh, well, you know, CRM says I must do this next or right. the, the, the process says I must do this next. Um, are you, when, when you're talking about the process here, are you talking specifically about internal processes or are you talking about a sales process that you have maybe shared with a customer? Well, the example that I am sort of reflecting on as I bring this forward is is uh, related to some project execution that that I was witnessing. Um, and so it was both an internal situation, but it was also in collaboration with a client. And so it was just it was just a bunch of kind of it wasn't as tight as I know that we could do it. And I spent a long time reflecting on, well, wait a minute, we did it exactly the way we've done it a million times before. Why did it not come forward properly? And it wasn't until somebody else made a mention of something else going on in somebody else's life that, or some other project that was sort of, ha I can't remember exactly what it was, but then it kind of made me, it dawned on me. I'm like, you know, we don't have a way, at least in our process, <laughs> to accommodate for that very well. It, it relies on intuition, um, which a lot of people have, but I, but I, I think you can you can make it more structured um, yeah. than that and give room for um, those traits and um, and and postures to support um, the delivery of the process. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, what what I've seen uh, has worked quite well with some of the uh, some of the companies that I've worked with is um, is that at the beginning of a, a project or a project delivery. Uh, is sharing with the team who are responsible for delivering that and also with the customer what the ultimate vision is and what is the mission you know uh, and helping helping everybody involved in it to to see what it is that they're working towards not that they're just doing this because right. they're doing this and because the system tells them they should do it because it's another project giving it a giving it a life you know bringing it bringing it um bringing it some character and uh, and something that they can relate to something that they can engage with something that they can feel part of and i think that can often really give a um uh, give us give a sense of uh, ownership to the people involved and also to the customers to feel like they are part of a journey that that they they have agreed to that they understand they understand why they're being asked to do certain things and sometimes you know if you're if you're following a process and you're dealing with a customer you're going yes okay you know we want a new whatever it may be or we want to achieve whatever it may be and you say yes we're going to do that and then you start your process and you're asking them for certain documents or for certain things and they'll comply and they'll do that but sometimes they don't understand the reason behind that they don't understand why you're being so pushy about certain ones or why you're so keen to have certain things happen in a certain process yeah. uh, or in a certain order and sharing that process with them helping them to understand you know and the people who you need to interact with what that vision is what the mission is in this process can often help to uh, to deliver that in a, in a more um uh, fluid way uh, that, that i definitely think that, that helps get people on the same page and feel like they're all sort of heading in the right um direction i think you're right that it's that it's a big it's a big part of it and if you just show up in a rote manner, expecting to execute today's step, sort of devoid of the context of what came before and why we're doing this and what's and what's coming next. That that you're not going to be as successful as you um, as you possibly could be. Um, and I and I think that that's one of those traits is you need sort of a good, well organized project manager, leader, account person who who sort of knows 
when to bring that forward and how to shepherd these conversations along and whether or not you you're going to get it all done in the time scheduled or whether or not we got to do two of these um if it's deviating do we allow for that or do we rein it back in um and, and you know i think <laughs> as we're saying all this it, it's i think it's relevant to the story you shared at the top of the episode which is that prospect that you were with was expecting more relevance and um and, and sort of space for the conversation to happen and you know it it, it was just being executed as a one step two step um, correct, correct. meeting Although, of course, in that, in those steps, there does exist and there should exist a, uh, you know, a point where you go research the customer, research, mm. why, you know, who am I meeting? Why am I meeting them? What is it that I want to achieve? And, um, and skipping that step, of course, comes back to having a good sales process in place that you can actually follow. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's definitely a need for a process. I agree uh, completely, but there's also needs to be this, uh, this flexibility and this understanding to, uh, to allow um for people to jump into it with the right energy with the right mindset in order to deliver it with common sense of going why am i doing this you know why am i taking these particular steps at this point wouldn't it be better if i did this first and sometimes questioning that depending on the particular project or delivery that's uh, that's taking place well, i just think that like you know when you're doing a a monthly project budget check in it's a mm -hmm. different trait it's a different um sort of presence that you need to show up with when you're managing that conversation, when you're scheduling and executing that conversation, than when you're kicking off the project. And I mean, I think that those two things are very obviously at opposite ends of the spectrum, but when you're in the middle, I, I don't think it's enough to just show up for the meeting at the scheduled time without mm -hmm. consciously checking in with yourself and going, wait a minute, where do I need to be for this men mentally? For, for this yeah. step to be successful and yeah, one of the things that the um that the uh, oil and gas industry do actually is uh, before they do anything they they talk about safety and they focus yeah on i've been in some of those meetings yeah. you know and, and everybody knows the process everybody knows the thing and it's you know but it doesn't matter they still go through that process of sharing you know these are the safety rules these are the safety procedures and there's no reason that that can't be done in the context of uh, of a process that you right. revisit that vision you revisit that mission every time you're having a conversation with the customer or your counterpart or you know your colleagues and you revisit that and you think about okay why am i doing this what is it that i'm going for what is it that i'm working towards because rethinking about that will allow you then to look at those steps that you're following in that process with a fresh mind of going, hang on, is, are these steps contributing towards mm -hmm. us achieving that mission or are they going towards that vision that we had in the beginning of what we were trying to achieve? There you go. Uh, good chat. Thanks, Andy. And these are some very good points. And hopefully if you know, you're listening, you're taking away some of those reflections as well about don't just follow the steps, but make sure you've got the right traits um, articulated, written down and, and in incorporated formally into your, your process um, to make it as successful uh, as you possibly can. Uh, Andy, do you want to tell people how to get in touch with us? Absolutely, yes. Uh, so the best way to get in touch with us is to go to our website, which is tandtimbits.com. And there are many ways to contact us and to listen to this podcast, although you're already doing that. So uh, you don't need to have those. You found us. <laughs> tell all your friends. <laughs> have a very Merry Christmas, everyone. And uh, we'll see you in a week's time. All right. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, bye-bye.